Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, the Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. All right, I'd like to talk to the captain of the boat, please. That'd be me. Jake Hunter's the name. You're the captain of this heap? Well, she might need a new coat of paint, but she's as solid as the first day she was put on the sea. And who did that? Noah? Boo. So Noah, Noah made a really good boat. I don't know what the, what the meanness Boo. is. Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Hey, Carrie. Hey. Welcome to D-Commentaries. Thank you. Welcome to you. Welcome to our listeners. And welcome to our special guest, Carrie. Yay! Carrie, introduce yourself. Yay. Hi, Val. Hi, Al. I'm Carrie Francis. I'm an actress, a singer, a songwriter, and as of late, a producer. Amazing. Wow. And you have great skin. You do. You have Thank great you. skin. Oh my gosh. I just booked a facial for tomorrow. So that's so nice for you to say. Wow. Um, yes, I'm very into skincare, actually. Um, and I'm very into like a lot of water and working out because I think that's like part of skincare, like a huge part yeah. of skincare. Mm -hmm. Um but I can't give up coffee. That's my one, <laughs> my, my one vice is that I can't uh, give that up. But thank you so much for the, the skin compliment. You're welcome. Really, we don't see ourselves, right? The way other people see us. So that's really nice. It's true. Val and I can relate. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're constantly telling the other that they're being stupid about themselves. So important. So. You have to have those people, right? Like you have yeah. someone that's yes. like, mm, okay, let's take it back here. <laughs> Yes, we need a little bit more positivity. Yeah, and I'm super excited to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Yes, Thanks thank for coming for on. Of course. Um, Carrie, you said that you're an actress, a singer, and a producer. Can you tell us a little bit more about something we might have seen you in? Totally. So the most, uh, the thing that I'm known most for is the hit movie Knives Out. Um, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> little movie, small, small film. <laughs> um yeah knives out and that was actually my first movie ever which is a heck of a way to jump in wow yes um really fun and it's just been a really like special experience because it came out right before the pandemic right so it came out thanksgiving mm -hmm. 2019 and went right into the holidays and i mean right into when everything started i was still at q a's i was still at events i was doing i was just starting to do like a lot of interviews um you know at that point it's like trickled down to to me right where I'm like yeah I'm here um but no I mean everyone was still at events everyone was still doing stuff for it and um at first I felt real like pity party for myself because I was like oh my god like I finally have like quote unquote made it you know and um, all the doors are flying open and um and then it felt like you know they all 
basically got shut. But as soon as I like checked myself, I was like, no, one, I've lived my wildest dream. Like that is literally my wildest dream since I was little dreaming about being on Disney Channel. Hello. (laughs) Um, And I achieved it. I did it. So if nothing ever happened again, at least I had that experience because really how many people even get that? That's so special and, and incredible. And also I realized that even if it felt like some doors closed, they didn't close. They just kind of shifted and other doors flew open. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I realized I could still really do everything I I was up to just in different forms in different places. And yeah, so Knives Out for sure. Um, Next up, I reteam with that same group. Um, So I'm doing a TV show with them. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, and again, like it, it's you got to have that perspective, right? Because uh, the pandemic took me out of Knives Out too, and um, I was real bummed for a little bit. And then I was like, no, it's okay. And um, yeah, so I'm I'm back with them, and I start with them uh, in just about a month. Amazing. Wow. Yeah, and I'm I'm really excited because it'll be my first TV show. So it's it's a lot of like baptism by fire, you know? It's Amazing. Like, Let's go. That's what yeah, you got to do awesome. it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and I, I have found more and more, the more that I use my voice and ask for what I want, the more things happen. And you got to have that like 12 yeah. seconds of like panic in sending the email or making the call or sending the text or whatever. You can get through those 12 seconds of panic. You can get what you want. And, you know, maybe you have to do that 85 times, but yeah. um, that's that's been like my biggest lesson in the last couple of years is ask, wow. use your voice, be loud. Yeah. Um, I had this conversation with a friend recently. Um, and by friend, I mean, I saw a video on TikTok, of, um, <laughs> but it was on, um, it was on the, the subject of relationships and it kind of goes hand in hand with what you're mentioning of, it's not going to happen until it does. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen until it does. And so why wouldn't you keep trying? Why wouldn't you keep, like you said, sending those text messages? Because after the 85th one on number 86, it worked. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so just like continuing to like have that is, is huge. Yeah, you have yeah. to have that tenacity, I think, to mm-hmm. just commit and say, this is what it's going to be. And I think everyone at some point has in the industry has a moment where they're like, this is psychotic. I, I need <laughs> to do something, anything else. Um, or it feels like nothing's happening, even though you don't know what's happening in the background. Right. Um, and I really think that that is honestly the biggest difference between the people that like keep doing it and I, like, I don't think there's anything different in terms of talent or abilities. I think it's really just like this weird personality trait or, you know, something about me that I'm like, okay, this is what I'm doing. I've always seen it. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I've had these like visions since I was little of what I'm supposed to be doing and watching those things happen now is, is a really cool, um, cool thing to witness and being, yeah. and being open to like, how is it going to happen? Not, yeah. not, you know, being rigid. There's with- no right path. Mm-hmm. And that's in any industry, right? That's in any job or any dream yeah. or anything you want in life, whether it's a relationship or, you know, an acting career. Um, oh my so gosh, yeah, I so can't I'm- wait to see you on the Oscars red carpet. Yes. I know. <laughs> if they I ever know. happen again. <laughs> well, yeah. I think they will. I know. I actually thought I like initially I was like, do I get to go to the Globes? Because Knives Out was nominated for a lot of stuff, including an Oscar and then a couple Golden Globes. And so since it was like, the movie. I was like, do I get to go? You know, and I quickly learned, no, <laughs> yeah, no like two people get to go and, you know, <laughs> at some point I'll be there, but yeah. Um, yeah. And it's yes. very exciting. And, you know, I, I released a holiday single 
last love year. Christmas. I love, yeah. love it. And um, I am on podcasts all the time. I have a narrative podcast coming out sometime this year, like a story Very podcast, cool. which is cool. Very fun. Wow. Well, we're excited to be driving the van of your fan club. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you. All aboard. Listen. All aboard. Anyway. Choo-choo. <laughs> it's not a van anymore. It's a train. <laughs> Choo-choo. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And let me tell you what, I did not have Disney Channel growing up. Really? Yes, I know. And I don't know why, because we had like a lot of channels and um, my, one of my best friends, she did, I just remember it was like, if you got to have a sleepover, you could watch. Oh, right. Disney Channel. Um, But I, I think really as like. It's six o'clock. I'm so sorry. Um, Harry Styles' new single is debuted right now. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Do you have an alarm for that on your phone? Um, I am insane. <laughs> Al is absolutely insane oh about God. Harry Styles. Um, it's only two minutes and 41 seconds. Just play it. <laughs> All right. Absolute lunatic. Wait, okay. Is it out? Is it out? Is it out? It says 6 p.m. It's 6 p.m. Is it 6 p.m. Central? Yeah, because it's midnight UK time. Uh, okay, I'm refreshing. Wait, are the, are premiering now. It's premiering now. Oh. Okay. Oh my god, it's two minutes. Okay, we have two minutes. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. Um, well, on that note. <laughs> on that note, Val, um, Val and team, I just want to make a quick little announcement. Um, if you are wondering why I sound weird today, it's because I do. Um, the old, the old COVID got all out <laughs> over here. Um, I don't know how. None of my friends or no one told me I was exposed. The only thing I can think of is the guy next to me at my workout class was like, <laughs> Throughout the entire 45 minutes. And then in my head, I'm like, yeah, that dude has COVID. <laughs> um, there's 24 seconds. So. I'm Are sorry, Gary, this killing is, time this, your- like, I love Christmas, but also this is my Christmas. This is my Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, right no, now. you're fine. Are you downloading it or something? No, it's like it? premiering on YouTube. Oh my God, it's going to start in nine seconds. Okay, sorry, you guys Gary. will be able to hear it because my microphone is right, but I have my other computer open. <laughs> oh my God, it's happening. I'm just going to put this on Instagram, just FYI. <laughs> We're doing a podcast, and we've had to pause to listen to Harry Styles' new song. Okay, I'm yes, Move to tears. <laughs> you see how red I am? Oh, my God. Okay. I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, thank you um, for indulging me. Um, I owe you five right. extra minutes of time, Carrie. Yep. Oh, no, you're totally fine. <laughs> I, I hesitate to tell you, I know, like, nothing about Harry Styles or, like, any. That's okay. Things. There's never a time that's too late to be introduced to him. <laughs> um, I know that yeah. he, like, is really cool with his, like, identity. Like, he's very fluid in terms of his look. Uh-huh. And his, like, mm-hmm. I love that for mm-hmm. sure. Um, yes. And I feel like I probably have heard his his songs, you yeah. know what I mean, in passing yeah. and, in, mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah, I'm For like sure. the not, day I quick. meet him, yeah. I will combust. <laughs> I, <love laughs> I will just. <laughs> he's also now in Marvel, so he's just basically gonna. Explode. Yeah, Val knows who he is oh, now too. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> He does the acting now. He does the acting. Yeah, oh, yes. and that's well. well that's he was how in he Dunkirk met his, too. He, he was, was in Dunkirk. Dunkirk. He was really good yeah. at Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. What are what are people called? Like, what's a Harry Styles fan called? So Is there, it, there isn't really anything that like he calls his fans, but they have started being called Harrys. And on <laughs> his most recent tour, everything has bunnies in it. Like his his tour 
totes have bunnies. In the beginning, there's bunnies. And it's because a group of rabbits are, is Harry's. Yes. Really? I just don't know if I'm into being called Harry. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, you I could be like Harry, 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 Harry. <gasps> Harry, Harry. Yeah. All right, now we can actually get started. All right. Oh my God, that was so, so cute. <laughs> Thank really, you, Terry. So Thanks, funny. Val. <laughs> All right, let's dive in uh, and, oh, and good, diving good. in, or let's jump in, shall we Ooh. say, uh, because today we are talking about Jumping Ship, Ooh. the sequel to Horse Sense, which we already uh, watched recently. Um, jumping Ship came out August 17th, 2001. So there's actually a huge gap between this and the last movie. Um, the whole summer. So oh. this was the first one where they kind of were like, we're not going to do the monthlies anymore. We're going to wait between April and August. They so took a break. They took, they took one a long oh. nap. Oh. Mm -hmm. But they came back strong. Uh, so Jumping Ship was directed by uh, Michael Lang, who is a pretty prolific television director. He's directed episodes of X-Files, Buffy, uh, Beverly Hills 90210, Dawson's Creek, The OC, Greek, Criminal Minds, Switched to Birth, Bones, blah, blah, blah. Like tons, tons, oh tons. Yeah, he's around. Yeah, those are just the ones where he did multiple episodes. It was written by the same team that wrote Horse Sense, uh, Chad and Carrie Hayes. And they wrote, yes, Carrie, although it was spelled C-A-R-E-Y. Mm. And they are mostly, it seems, horror writers. Is that not the why? Okay, I literally wrote that down because I was like, how do you go from this to The Conjuring? Yeah, what I don't know. in that stretch of... Yeah, The and Conjuring see, is their like, most famous. Interesting. Like, trivia about yeah. them, the cool, like, fact about them when they were little? No. They, they did the double mint commercials when they, they must be twins or they must look like what? Is that not cool. so cool? So like what a brotherly affair, this whole project. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, truly brotherly. Wow. Um, well, that is so interesting. But yes, they are most famous other than writing Horse Sense and Jumping Ship, which they are famous for. Uh, they wrote The Conjuring, um, among wow. other horror films. Is yeah, that the one where the, it's like, I would not be the one to ask. You can ask my husband because he loves horror movies. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Either. Well, anyone out there, let me know if that's the right movie. <laughs> Either way, a treat. A treat for everyone listening. So. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. I sing a lot. So get ready. Oh, yeah. Al sings constantly. Uh, although today might, she might tone it. Well, no, I hope she doesn't. I hope you still sing just as much, Al. Okay. COVID be damned. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, the cast is as follows. Joey Lawrence <gasps> uh, played Michael Woods or reprised his role as Michael Woods. You might know him from Blossom, Brotherly Love, which he starred in with his brothers, obviously. Uh, Melissa and Joey, which he was in with Melissa Joan Hart, who was Clarissa from Clarissa Explains It All. Um, and more recently, he was on a bunch of episodes of Hawaii Five-0, which I didn't mm. know because I don't watch that show. That was interesting to me. Matthew Lawrence comes in. He was not in Horse Sense, so he comes in as a new character, Jake Hunter, the boat captain. Um, you might recognize him from Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, or also Brotherly Love or Boy Meets World, where he plays Jack Hunter. <laughs> um, so it's a little confusing. He's Jake Hunter in this movie. He is Jack Hunter, uh, Sean Hunter's older brother on Boy Meets World. And in my opinion, the hottest of the three. Oh, my God. In this movie, especially. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Mm -mm. <laughs> 
I, listen, and we'll get into it. We'll get into the real life encounter that I just had. With oh, them. yeah. Oh, my we'll God. I can't wait. We'll yes. Once we get past mm-hmm. this, we're going to talk about that for sure. Um, OK. Andy Lawrence play reprised his role as Tommy Biggs. He was also in the decom The Other Me, which we've already watched and talked about. He and, of course, Horse Sense. And uh, he was also in Brotherly Love, obviously, with his brothers. Um, he is also the voice of TJ in Recess, um, which oh. I didn't know until now, even though we've done yeah. multiple movies with him in it. And he was also on a ton of episodes of Hawaii Five O. So, yeah. Nice. Another brotherly affair over at Hawaii Five O. Um, the rest of the cast are all pretty much, well, not all, but mostly Australian. Anthony Wong, play, but, which, by the way, the reason for that is that they really did film this in Australia. Yeah. So it's set in Australia and they filmed it in Australia. Um, Anthony Wong plays Frakes, the like head villain. Um, he has done, you know, some Australian shows, most notably Home and Away, which is like one of their uh, big soap operas there. Jamie Passier Armstrong. Uh, played Jonas, the the other goon. Um, he is mostly known. For, he's actually from New Zealand, and he is mostly known for a soap opera there called Shortland Street. Um, Martin Dingle. Oh wait, maybe Hopper. that's the girl. Actually, mm-hmm. Jamie. Jamie's the girl. Um, Jamie Passier Armstrong is the girl, so she's from New Zealand. Martin Dingle Wall is the stupid goon. Um, Dante is his character's name. Um, he also is most known for Home and Away, which is the Australian soap opera. Um, and then Susan Walters reprised her role as Jules Biggs, Tommy's mom. And she has been in a ton of soap operas herself, but around here, Melrose Place, Point Pleasant, The mm. Young and the Restless. She's been in like a lot of episodes of The Young and the Restless, like over the course of 20 years. So she's, yeah. So she's, yeah, a, apparently a big character on that show. Nice. And then uh, Stephen Burley came in to plick, like to substitute in as Michael's dad. I was going to say as a different dad. Yes, he's okay. a different guy. And he's pretty much stopped acting after this. And he didn't have like a huge resume to begin with. So. He Not couldn't sure top it. He couldn't yeah. do anything bigger than that. He said yeah. jumping ship and I've peaked. Yeah, I've peaked. Yeah. Yes, that's I get exactly it. what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we've got our synopsis, which Carrie, I never read these ahead of time. I just copy and paste them from the internet. So we find out together if it's accurate. Michael has big plans to show his cousin Tommy a good time aboard a luxury yacht until he discovers that the yacht he's chartered is actually an old rusted fishing boat. But when modern-day pirates chase the fishing boat, the boys are forced to jump ship, leaving them stranded on a desert island with the boat's captain, Jake Hunter. I'd say that's really accurate. That might be the best synopsis we've ever had. That's really good. Um, Awesome. All right, Carrie. Tell us, first of all, you have to tell us about meeting the Lawrence brothers, but also tell us, did, have you ever seen this movie before? Do you ha- like, do you have a memory of it at all from childhood? I had never seen this movie, nor had I seen the uh, first film in this, dare I say, series. Um, <laughs> no, I hadn't. I mean, I, I, I maybe, you know, in some sleepover or something, but like I was saying before, there, I didn't have Disney Channel. So yeah. Right. I there's so many that I didn't see either until I was an adult or how just haven't seen at all. So this was a real treat, um, real special cinematic masterpiece, I would say. <laughs> and I will say, though, like. It wasn't 
Good. It wasn't good. You can say it. You can (laughs) say it, Carrie. No, it wasn't like as horrendous as some of the made-for-TV and or decom movies can be. Like it was tolerable, you know? Mm -hmm. And even beyond that, because like some people love this film. I don't know if you know, there's like a, like a, they they want more. They want another like in the series and there's like, (laughs) um, what are they called when people like gather signatures? Petition? It. Yes. Yeah. There's like an online petition. No. Yes. How do I and shut the, that down? The only reason <laughs> that I know that is because I saw Andrew Lawrence share that, like, like on his stories, he reshared something that someone else had shared. Really? Yes. Oh um, and that was hysterical to me. But I, I did have to like take a step back and be like, why is this movie like loved and how was it made? The Lawrence brothers, right? Like yeah. they were so dreamy and they still are mm-hmm. dreamy in our in our time and I think especially then like imagine the appeal to audiences because the age range was so big so mm-hmm. there were fans of all three of them all different ages all wanting to watch this movie I'm sure it did really great on the Disney channel mm-hmm. you know but it is confusing that people are like give me more I must have <laughs> another follow-up it's, it's a caper you know people like a caper like sure yeah I mean <laughs> I don't I don't know but yes um, not in this house but some houses um, some houses you know it it, again like would I watch it again no probably not not unless I needed to for some research (laughs) or something you know what I mean for that other decommentary for that other one that I may go on um yeah no and you know especially like the chances that this was the movie you guys picked for my episode and then, like, I put it in my calendar and I moved forward in life, you know, like, I didn't really like, like, it wasn't totally on my mind. And not that I'm not excited to be here. But then we I went to something called 90s Con with um, a group. There's this group of girls that run a business called That's for Entertainment. They had me out to a Christmas con as part of the press for my holiday single last Christmas. And uh, in some weird twist of fate, I don't even know how it happened. They uh, had me end up doing like all these interviews with all the talent there. Didn't know, big surprise, just kind of like threw me in. But I was so glad for that. And it's been really great. I made some wonderful relationships for that. So I did a call with them with some other ideas. And they were like, are you coming to 90s con? And I said, no. And um, they were like, cool. Do you want it? Like come come do interviews. Like come do, do the same thing again. I was like, okay. So I went to 90s con about two weeks ago and – Again, another treat, another real special, um, interesting weekend. It was really interesting for a lot of different reasons. But um, I did essentially spend the weekend with the Lawrence brothers, you know. That is I came home and saw that this is what we were doing. And I was like, (laughs) I cannot, like, that's how my whole life works, you guys. Like, when I'm in some sort of, like, weird flow, this is my whole life. Like, I, like, I don't really know how to explain it. These crazy, weird things happen constantly. Um, and that's how I know I'm like living in the right way for myself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like little markers, you know? Yeah. So what were they like? They were really lovely. Um, all three of them were really lovely. And again, it was a really chaotic environment, right? So I didn't realize, um, I'm, I'm not really familiar with like conventions or, you know, like, um, the Christmas one was such a different experience because it was like Hallmark and Lifetime actors. Okay. So they're of a different, like they're way more accessible and, it was in a different um, location, so it was a lot smaller. And 
this was more um, multi-floors and some very, very famous people. You know, like there were like Backstreet Boys there and yeah. um, like the Boy Meets World <laughs> cast and Full House wow. and um, like our childhood come to life. Right. And um, they were really nice. I, I spoke with um, Andy first. I don't know if he goes by Andy or Andrew in real life. I, I yeah, think I it was like Andrew. And then he, as he got older, he wanted to be called Andy. Yeah, let's call Mandy just for, yeah. for fun. Um, but I saw four little paws underneath a table as I walked past, and my body just moves me toward dogs. That's not something <laughs> that I can really control. Um, and so I realized I like moved myself to his table, and he was like, "Hey, you know, like he was like, what are you doing?" Um, thinking that I like was you know approaching him to like do a picture, or get an autograph or something. And I was like, "Oh, I saw paws." <laughs> um, and he did, he had his dog Smee with him. who's a very handsome, uh, bulldog. Yes. And I really appreciated the way he protected his dog, which a lot of people don't hold boundaries for their dog. And I, I really appreciated that he wouldn't, um, there were some very pushy people who wanted to like meet the dog and he had to physically like stand in between them, which is very strange to me. Like take no, when a dog owner says no, take no, that's the answer. Um, so yeah, I got to meet Smee and then I chatted with him for a long time, actually. Um, as soon as I tell anyone really that I'm in Knives Out, pretty much everyone loves that movie, which is such a cool, exciting thing. Or maybe they didn't love it, but they... Um, I've never met anyone who does not like that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie, objectively. Hey, that's cool. I like that. That's good yeah. to know. <laughs> yeah, I think most people really like it and it appeals to so many. And it's just such a great movie with so many talented people in it. So I think also um, it kind of gives me like street cred in a way too, you know, mm -hmm. people hear that and they're like, Oh, you do this for real. Like you're, this is like your job, you know? Yeah. Um, and so we talked about eyes out for a long time. We talked about directing for a long time because he's really gotten into directing, which I didn't know. Oh, um, cool. and yeah, he was so awesome. And, um, Joey, I had met at the Christmas one. So, oh, yeah. Cause he's done some that. Hallmark lifetime stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And mm -hmm. also we talked eyes out too and, um, some other things. And then Matthew, I talked with last, um, and you know, he's, he's, uh, I guess I just announced a divorce, like, right. Yeah. Here. Um, he's him dancing. and, um, she's on mm, dancing with the Vanessa star. or um, no, Cheryl Burke. Wasn't he married Cheryl to Cheryl Burke? Burke? Yeah. yeah. They just did announce their divorce. Yes. Yeah. And I think he definitely was like, I think he's probably like my best guess is, or what I would like to believe is he's the most sensitive of the three brothers, but I think he was <laughs> like very in his feelings, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. um and we had a great talk about like having a life outside of the industry oh, that's really and, nice yeah it was a really nice talk and um you know I got my selfies with all of them of course <laughs> we live in a social media world um and one of the three did ask me for all my info so amazing just hey. saying are we besties maybe you know I'm not <laughs> yeah I'm not saying that we are yet but yeah and that was that was really cool too like, I think Andy cool. commented on one of our Instagram posts um yeah i think he did. and so we'll have, we'll tag all of them as we do when you're on and um, if you want to share those pictures with yeah. us we'll put them on our story and say look yeah. like all these people we know <laughs> oh, it was so That's fun great. and i don't know maybe we'll stay in touch or maybe we'll we'll cross paths on, on Amazing. something awesome so basically to sum it up first impressions of the movie eh 
first impressions of the Lawrence Brothers. Yeah, two thumbs up. <laughs> big two thumbs up. And I'll tell you what, they they're all pretty dreamy. I mean, if you want to talk skin, Joey's skin was like his oh, skin yeah. in this he, movie too. There was one scene where he was supposed to be like not dirty, but like kind of jungle dirty. And I'm like, yeah. they did not put anything on that face. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Yeah, I did have a few moments watching this too, where I was like, okay, all right, Joey. Yeah, let's talk about it. And then Matthew's like, that's just the most dreamy of all. Yeah. And then Andy's cute, but you're just like, it's when you're that age, he's so cute. And then when you're a 28 year old adult watching him be like 15, you're like, I think your older brother is cute. Yeah. He was was really cute. I will tell you, he was really cute in person. In a dip, he was like shaggy and scruffy and like had like Uh, glasses on and like his longer hair is pulled back Mm. and he's got like scruff on his face and like all black, you know, like very Mm. like artsy, I think. Mm -hmm. He's a theater kid. Yeah, yeah, he seemed like you would want to hang out. Like, you would want to, like, yeah. get coffee and talk movies and just have, like, a really good time. Matthew, you want to, like, make out with immediately. And Joey, you're like, give me the number of the person who does the Botox for you. Because <laughs> Well, the I'm fun thing that. is we all can make out with Matthew Lawrence now because he is single. Uh, <laughs> except for Val. True. Sorry, Val, you're married. Hey, you don't know the rules in our That is true. I'm sorry, Michael. <laughs> Val is someone to make out with, and his name is Matthew Lawrence. Um, all right. I'm going to go okay. with my yeah, first impressions. Yeah. Um, if you heard my comment from earlier, um, I did not like this movie. Um, I've watched worse decoms. It's not awful. Um, it There are parts that are fun. The Lawrence brothers are great. I thought that overall this movie was boring. Mm-hmm. I just thought mm-hmm. that there was a lot of fluff. I thought that there was just like the idea of it was good, but we kind of like, we were just watching, I think um, Val kind of like hounded where we were kind of seeing like the same scenes over and over again. And it's like, mm. okay, we get it. Like, yeah, we just saw this scene five minutes ago. Why are we doing it again? Um, mm-hmm. So I thought it was really repetitive. Um, but, uh, you know, we love when Joey Lawrence learns a lesson. And so um, that's great. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give this a five out of 10. Um, it's not okay. great. It's not awful. It's kind of just right in the middle for me. Um, like Carrie, I don't know that I would watch it again unless I'm being paid. So I watched it once for free. <laughs> Next time I'm watching it, I'm going to be paid for it. Val, what are your first impressions? Uh, Well, I have a little bit more of a nostalgic connection to this because I've seen this. You remember this this as a kid. Yes. And I've seen it at least a couple times like in the intervening years. And I think this was also one that I rewatched at the beginning of the pandemic. Okay, so I've seen this several times. And I think that like basically as a movie, it's not great. Uh, As a vehicle for these three boys to do whatever they're best at, it's great, especially the two older boys. I feel like Andy is just getting like manhandled a lot in this movie. Like he's not actually getting to do very much. It's just he's almost like a prop for a large part of this movie. But like Joey's really good at physical comedy. And so they just like let him like do that, you know, and like Matthew's really good at being broody and like cool and you know, pained and all of these things. I have a dark history and like he gets to do that. And like yeah. it almost like is irrelevant, like what is happening around them. It's just sort of like, this is what this is. And that's why like the villains in this movie are maybe the most cliche we've ever seen because yeah. they're just super one dimensional and like there's nothing to them. They're just modern like- pirates. <laughs> <laughs> like that's good they were <laughs> they were literally like if that yacht was like people 
You know what I mean? Like there's just like nothing to them. Um, so yeah, that's like, it's not a good movie objectively, but will I watch the Lawrence brothers do things that they're decent at in this movie in, in a place that I love? Yes. Cause it I was love about Australia. time that the three of them were in a movie together. Yeah. I, I, we don't know the reason why Matthew wasn't in horse sense, but he really should have been. Yeah. But probably also, it, world. yeah, probably. Yeah. But we also wouldn't have gotten him in jumping ship in this aspect. So it is kind right. of nice. It worked um, out. But and he gets I, to be like the adopted brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I loved um, brotherly love as a kid. We talked about this, I oh, think, yeah. during horse sense. But that was such a solid show. Mm. And I'll never forget the overalls. She wore overalls so cool. <laughs> It'll never be that cool. Oh, my gosh. Never, ever. Never, ever. Uh, Yeah. So, overall, fine. Overall, fine. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Carrie, Mm. did you have any quotes or moments that jumped out at you? And just as a preface, no spoilers yet, because we're not in Spoiler City yet. Okay. Very good. Um, uh, At one point, um, one of the characters yells, no. And like does a funny arm gesture that makes me think like, did they know they were acting in a movie or did they think it was like, I don't know, maybe like local theater. I'm not sure what was happening. Um, That was probably my favorite part out of the whole uh, movie. A different character becomes like delirious too. And that kind of that um, little part of the film is really also special to me those two moments i was like what i wrote stars so i was like what is happening (laughs) 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 yeah quote wise i I, except for the no i didn't have like there wasn't one quote where i was like you know what that's okay that is okay okay. i didn't write a ton either i didn't either yeah al what you got um i have i was on the internet um i really (laughs) Like that it was yep. the beginning of the internet. It was funny <laughs> now we're on the internet every day all the time. Um, I loved the heart to heart of blaming someone doesn't solve anything. Mm. Um, because I've been dealing with a situation like that recently and blaming someone doesn't Um I tried to predict the movie and I incorrectly predicted it. So that's what a lot of my notes are. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, that's kind of a spoiler city. So I'll read at the end. Um, but uh, not one of my favorite moments, but something I noticed throughout the entire movie was, um, oh wait, no, I do have a favorite moment. All my favorite moments are when they're wearing matching (laughs) t-shirts, loves the matching t-shirts. And then when Matthew Lawrence comes and is wearing one of them, that was a great moment for me. I loved that. So funny. Um, but I thought that jumping ship walked. So that the Even Stevens movie could run. <laughs> because they are, they're not the same, but they truly it walk so they can run. Um, mm-hmm. And those are my favorite quotes and moments, Val. <laughs> okay, so to the, t- to the shirt moment from Al's list, that brought up the line, this is a $400 shirt. You just tore the sleeves off? Yeah. I guess it's only worth two hundred dollars. Sounds good. Yeah, that was maybe my the only quote I wrote. <laughs> um, it is literally the only quote yeah. I wrote down. I had a lot of audible reactions to this movie. Yeah, my favorite like moment was uh, Matthew Lawrence's perfect teeth. 
uh, in this whole movie, mm. along with his perfect abs and every other. I thought you were going to say him. ass. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I'm not an ass gal, to be totally honest with you. So I don't Even notice. Matthew asses. Lawrence? I mean, well, I'm sure it's delightful, okay. but I'm just saying I don't notice it. She looks at the teeth do. before she looks at the ass. I do. For real. And for I real. I am a tooth person first. All right. Well, you're married, so I mean, you're doing something correct. <laughs> and um, Michael has great teeth. He does have great teeth. He has great dental hygiene. Uh, the only other thing that like stood out to me in this movie was that I've been to the place that at least this was supposed to be. Well, um, tell so, us. Yeah, I will a little bit. Um, so after college. Uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do uh, because I'd studied business in undergrad, but I wanted to do something in the movie industry. And I was very conflicted. And uh, it was also the height of the 2008 recession. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just buy a one way ticket to Australia and do that instead of taking a job I don't want. So I um, went to a number of places, but I was really into sailing when I was a kid at camp. So I booked myself to do a week on a yacht where I was like learning, like I was getting like a certification of how to actually sail this yacht. So I spent a week uh, on this boat with with the captain and two other guys who were both English guys in the, what's called the Whitsunday Islands, which is, I think, where this was like meant to be like Paradise Island isn't a real place in Australia. Um, and basically, it's just like this chain of islands that are off the East Coast, like just north of Brisbane. And it's just absolutely gorgeous. And a number of the islands are uninhabited. And I remember we went on a hike on one of them and like our captain had warned us, you know, like, be careful. There's a lot of deadly stuff on this island. Um, and the guys, you know, we were all like joking. The guys were like, well, Val's going to go first, you know, blah, 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 whatever. So it made me think of that when they were like walking around talking about like all the stuff that could kill them. Um, and then there was also, I got so sunburnt because there was like nowhere to hide, you know, on the boat, like I was working, so I couldn't go below deck. Plus I was getting seasick below deck. So I got so sunburnt on my forehead that I actually got an infection <gasps> because I, I, it was, we're on a boat. Like it was really hard to keep it clean and like, you know, make, like take care of it and protect it. And so, uh, I looked, I don't know if you've ever seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but the, when people are vampires in that movie, their like foreheads are kind of like more prominent. <laughs> uh, and I looked like that for a day. Oh, no. um, so we had to, the the cool thing about it, I know it's not really cool, but we got to pull, pull over on at, at an island that we wouldn't have stopped at otherwise. And it's this island where a lot of celebrities have houses. Like Oprah has a house there. Uh, I think, I want to say like, Justin Bieber. I don't know. A bunch of like famous people have houses there or vacation there. Um, I think it's called Hamilton Island and uh, they don't have cars there. So everyone drives mm, around on golf carts cool. um, yeah. and it's just absolutely beautiful. So we had to like go there so I could go to the clinic and like get some medication. Oh um, but then we got to hang out at the like we snuck into the resort pool, like the main resort pool uh, on the island. So uh, where, fun. Where, like, rich people hang out. So yeah. So anyway, it was a really cool week of being on a boat, sleeping on a boat under this the most beautiful sky i've ever seen in my life yeah. uh and um being in australia and it was gorgeous wow uh, really cool yeah i so, like live the movie like kind of yeah. yeah aside yeah. from being uh chased by pirates well if you got on the wrong yacht or let's say the yacht right was really yeah a fishing no. boat i mean you could have experienced <laughs> this entire film mm -hmm. totally totally That's and i wild 
Yeah. And I will say the boat that I was on was much closer to the Tiffany than it was to like, <laughs> yeah. the fancy, oops, the fancy yacht because it was a sailboat. Right. So it was like a kind of older wooden thing. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was really it was really cool. Uh, yeah, so that was that probably also is why I'm a little fonder of this movie than yeah. The I love that person. you both have ties to this movie, and <laughs> I just freaked out about Harry Styles today. <laughs> so we're all like in a really good place right now. Yeah, we're all in yeah. a really good place. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Does anyone have anything else before we go to spoil a city? The only thing that I wanted to mention, which could maybe be mentioned during bingo, is um. When uh, Joey Lawrence is on the boat and he's getting seasick, the music in the background is like, like, so silly. Wait, I think I wrote. Oh, yeah. Well, there was one point where I wrote this sounds like a 007 theme. I kept like commenting on the music because it was all so bizarre. It was so, so weird. Like, un- disconnected. Like it was like yeah. all different weird. Yeah. Right. Like Some every scene had same. a different something right yeah Yeah. um some of it was like carryover like they used some of the same score as horse sense but some of it was Mm. just random yeah there was like ska music there was just everything this makes me curious as to what did i rate horse sense oh you have it written down now i do horse sense oh my god it's been a while uh 6.75 so i did like horse sense better than I've not seen Horse Sense, and I did think it was interesting that this sure is a standalone film. Like, you don't have to see Horse Sense in order to understand the plot. Correct. And he explains at length anything that you need to know. Yeah, that's true. Like, the whole thing with the bench is like a huge plot point in the in horse sense and then okay. he basically just retells the entire thing. yeah is he always joseph lawrence like credit i noticed that oh. too and yeah the, i don't know right I credits think he i didn't think so joey mm-hmm. like he was like joey and then he was probably like i want to be a serious actor i'm gonna be joseph and mm-hmm. then he was like i'm gonna be joey like that's i think he was definitely joey and melissa and joey like i don't know that yeah. his credit yeah. said joseph lawrence no he is joey lawrence on like the internet so he did switch, but at this movie, it did credit him as Joseph and yeah. Andrew and Matthew. Well, I think we have to take our shirts off because we have to make a sale. Oh my for gosh! Raft. No tan lines over here. We are, <laughs> we are, our tops are off, and we are on the Tiffany, and we are headed to Spoiler City on the other island. Um, all right welcome to spoiler city where we spoil the movie for you because we have our lovely guest this week carrie carrie will be doing our uh our synopsis for us um carrie thank you one for doing it two for giving me the week off (laughs) totes totes all right shelby Mm -hmm. we shall uh carrie take it away all right so we've got the Wonderful sequel to Horse Sense, Jumping Ship, with Michael and Tommy, our beloved cousins, coming back. Only this time, they're going on a trip, and they are super excited to go to Australia. Michael, of course, our Beverly Hills rich boy, is, you know, talking game about this yacht that he rented for him and Tommy before he meets up with a gal pal who then we never I don't think hear about again or see so I don't know what happened to her hopefully she's okay um so they head to Australia and of course they're rocking their matching blue shirts really stylish and right away we see a girl pickpocket Michael and take his wallet I gasped I gasped 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did like that it was a woman. I felt, okay, great, you know, represent. But um, she steals the wallet with the money and his, all of his credit cards and ID, and they don't realize it yet. So then they go to what's supposed to be their yacht, which is actually like a very beat up old fishing boat, who is captained by none other than their middle brother, Matthew Lawrence, who is like not in a great place. He's, he's in a mood. Um, he looks great, but he's in mood. Mm. And then he realizes, Michael realizes that he was pickpocketed. And we find out that the pickpockets are actually a trio of super intimidating pirates. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> who decide that Michael is like a really good target. And he's loaded, which the girl figured out because they arrived in a limo. So that gave it away. And um, they decide to go after Michael and they're going to take him for all that he's worth and then feed him and Tommy to the sharks. So they, uh, Michael and Tommy and Jack, Jake, oh my gosh, I just did. <laughs> See? Jake, it is hard. <laughs> um, they head off on their like adventure at sea and you know, he realizes he doesn't have his wallet and, and they see the pirates in the background and they're approaching the boat because they want to get Michael and Matthew Lawrence is like a ninja and kicks them down and gets rid of the, the inflatable boat and then insists that Michael and Tommy jump ship off the boat and <laughs> later joins them on a deserted island in hopes that the pirates won't find them. So then there's like a lot of montages and some, you know, hijinks ensue <laughs> and we kind of see the same thing over and over. Mm -hmm. And we also get to see um, several animal friends, including but not limited to an emu, <laughs> a pig and mm -hmm. a crocodile who, again, mm -hmm. later makes more appearances. Um, and Michael like gets really pissy when Jake shows up and kind of goes off on his own. But they reunite with a big um crocodile incident and then it's the three of them against the world and you know they see a plane they try and launch the one um flare flare, yeah. flare thank you mm -hmm. um that they have and they try and build a boat in order to get away from the shore when they light the flare off the pirates are like oh bingo that's them and they go after them they get tommy because tommy is wearing a life jacket and can't swim away but Michael and Jake swim away and then make a plan to get Tommy back from the pirates who are using him as like a custodian, basically. <laughs> um, and they put this plan into action using the last super expensive or, you know, valuable gold coin that Jake has that he had from his dad. And they lure the pirates back and they're like, give us Tommy. We have a lot of money. It's right here on the island. And they bring, Michael brings the pirates um, to a cave where he attempts to kick them like into a hole in the ground and run away while uh, Jake and Tommy get the boat from the pirates. And there's a lot of running. There's some quicksand. And uh, Michael, aka Joey Lawrence, runs and leaps off a cliff into the water. And the bad guy tries to shoot him, but his gun is um, quicksand logged. Dang. You know, which, so, yeah. And that I is hate when, when that see, happens. I hate it too. And it seems, I would say, really plausible. And, and like it could happen oh, in yeah. real life. And that's yes. when he gives us the best acting I know I've ever seen. No. <laughs> and he kind of swings his arm in defeat, but it's like 
the defeat of like someone whose son struck out a t-ball. It's the strangest reaction I've ever seen. <laughs> Listeners, go see it for yourself for sure. Don't miss out. Mm-hmm. Um, and the three of them get away and they call the Australian Coast Guard and their parents are somehow there waiting for them um, back on shore. And due to a strange law, they now take possession of the fancy yacht that the pirates had. And Michael's like, we're going to start a business, even though we live halfway around the world from each other. And we don't actually really know each other. And I'm going to just trust you're going to run this business while I go back to LA and go to law school because I have finally learned that hard work is the only way to success. And Tommy is like, cool, you're my role model again. That sounds great. And Jake is like, are you serious? I'm in. And everyone lives happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you. That was absolutely the most efficient synopsis we've ever had, like Ooh. by a mile. That was great. Yeah. Thanks, um, Carrie, for showing me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, that was perfect. Um, it was great. No, that was that was so good. It's basically yeah. like kind of like we said earlier, like Carrie said during the synopsis, um, this movie was a lot of the same thing over and over. And yeah. so we see the pirates trying to get them and then they get away and then they try to get them and they get away. And so right. there was just like a lot of like middle ground stuff happening in between them, but nothing really like super noteworthy. Yeah. Like there's a lot of scenes of like either character development from experience or character development from conversations. So they mm-hmm. have to like keep finding reasons to like put them in certain situations or certain combinations so that they yeah. can like realize things. Um, Cause each of the brothers has like something they're learning yeah. through this process. Right. And so like they need, they can't hear it from themselves and they can't hear it from like their parents and whatever. So they need like, m- like Matthew is helping both of them basically like learn something about themselves. And then they're in turn helping him learn something about himself. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, and we never know or or find out why Jake is an American. We have to guess because he has an American accent, um, why he's living in Australia. Yeah, he kind of like alludes to like his dad got divorced from his mom and then took him to Australia to do this boat, which was his dad's dream. So then at the end, when Michael's like, I got you a new boat to charter. I was like, I don't think that's what he wanted. Yeah, that's (laughs) so good. In horse sense, there is a whole thing about Michael making a call with regard to like money and a business decision without talking to anyone first. And he's like supposed to learn from that that he shouldn't do that and then he literally like the resolution of this movie is him doing the same Same thing thing. (laughs) well will he ever learn is the real question we'll find out when the petition gets enough signatures yeah seriously that's right like in the wilderness like in the mountains Mm -hmm. like on mars yeah (laughs) oh yeah an alien movie i love that yeah yeah and you know i think that there's this other underlying thing that disney channel is probably pushing that's like even though parents aren't perfect and sometimes, you know, things happen, they'll always be there for you and they'll really teach you the way in the end of hard work. Like there's Mm -hmm. like this, even though the parents are like in the very beginning, the very end, there's definitely a real hard push of like, they have your best interests at heart, you know, and and you can be independent and start your own business. Uh So I like all the subtle messages. Yeah. Yeah. There was definitely a lot of like parental pressure in Michael's eyes. And then I think yeah. we, after horse sense, we were like, oh, he learned. And then we kind of realized mm-hmm. like, 
he didn't really learn. Um, and it <laughs> took being on an island for 12 days, which was something we didn't know. Any of us noted was that like they had like at the bottom, like time. day seven pop yeah. up. And you're like, oh, my God, is castaway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the other interesting thing to me was that, like, yes, he didn't learn anything between movie one and movie two, but also his dad didn't learn anything between movie one and movie two, because the whole issue is that, like, and he says it out loud in this movie, like, nothing is being asked of him, right? So, of course, he's not, like, pushing himself to do anything, because there's absolutely zero motivation for him to do that. Uh, So, like, he, why would he? Like, the dad needs to, like, cut him off. Like mm-hmm. if like that's the whole premise of the yeah. first movie is he like makes him stay at their ranch and like work on their ranch to learn what it's like to not have everything just handed to you. Uh, and if he just came home and got everything handed to him again, then, of course, he's not going to learn anything. Yeah. Why would he? Yeah. I mean, you are who you are, you know? And <laughs> yeah, that's the Lawrence brother is showing us. Yeah. Leading us. <laughs> Um, okay, great. Should we move right along now? Let's do it. Let's do some bingo. Jumping, jumping ship, jumping, jumping ship, jumping, <laughs> jumping ship, and jumping ship. Bingo. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay, Carrie, why don't you start? Okay. Uh, so we've got top of the corner here. One hit wonder song. So uh, actually, did you try to find of, it? I couldn't find yes, it. Yes, it didn't register on uh, on Shazam. There were two songs during different montages, but one of them, I looked it up based on the lyrics, and it's actually like a song for this movie, um, and it's called Fun. Was it like the young um, guy singing? Was it that one? Yes. Okay, yeah. real banger. And yeah, it was good. And it was it was when they were building the boat, that, that montage. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, it's on YouTube, like, you know, the song and the, that scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not, uh, it's not like on Spotify or anything. So yeah, I would definitely consider that a one hit wonder. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Al, you want to go? Breaking the fourth wall or looking into the camera. I didn't, I didn't see, see it this time. Yeah. Yeah. Holiday themed. No. Holiday. In the sun, <laughs> Australia. Very It'd be a real Ashley. stretch. Yeah, they're on, they're on holiday. Real stretch. It's summer vacation, baby. <laughs> uh, clunky metaphor. So I saw a couple things that you could definitely like stretch into metaphors, like you know the whole conversation about like fishing. You no, know, you have to be patient. You can't just jab at it. You know, blah blah blah. Let it come to you, like that kind of thing. And then of course the jumping off of the cliff thing. Um, you know, he couldn't do it and then he could. So I don't know. I, I guess those count. I think it counts. Yeah, I think so too. And I think Carrie was mentioning earlier during the synopsis of like all of the parent things that weren't oh, there, yeah. but kept popping up like very nuanced. I think that would, you know, kind of count too. Yeah. I'm counting it. Maybe the, the pirates were, were the metaphor for parent, like overbearing <gasps> parents. The parents are on the boat to get us. <laughs> Parents, pirates, okay, 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 okay. getting deep. (laughs) Parents who just don't get it, kind of. I mean, like, dad doesn't get Michael, but like, should he? Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't think this one counts this time. Yeah, I don't think so either. And that's when we mark almost every time. I know it's a big decom trope. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay. Cool non-parent adult. 
Well, I guess Matthew kind of counts, right? Like, like Jake is a cool non-parent adult for uh, Tommy. And, and Michael, I think, is like supposed to be 23 or something. Right? Yeah, that's true. He is also a cool-ish non I say we adult. do it. Okay. That is true. He is not a parent. All right. Um, someone too famous for a TV movie. Um, well, the crocodile really stood out to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do crocodiles swim in open ocean like that? Um, I don't think so. (laughs) No, I I mean, did you see when he was like back on a log, like in the running sequence, he's, there's like a very, very clear plastic fake large (laughs) crocodile on a log. That was my favorite. It's like, oh, you're back. Cameo. Um, someone too famous. Uh, Maybe at that point, Matthew Lawrence was like pretty famous from one. I'd say they all were kind of starting to hit their peak of like, oh yeah, they're famous. Yeah, I mean, maybe not Andy, but I I would say probably Matthew. Yeah, Matthew, I think would qualify most. For sure. Brotherly love was ninety five to ninety seven. They were like little, yeah. Uh huh. And then Boy Meets World was like 96, 97. Probably right around then starting. Boy Meets World was, first episode was 1983. What? What? They started when they were like 12. That's Matthew wasn't on it then. No. No, he wasn't. He was on it after. Like at college? Yeah. When when This is after Boy Meets World. It was 93 to 2000. Wow. Because, yeah, when... um, when Eric goes to college, <gasps> that's when we meet uh, Jack because it's Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, Eric so is in- famous by then. Yeah. Y- yes. Yeah. Competition to resolve central problem. Not today. No, no, no. Nope. nope. Montage sequence. Several Too montage many. sequences. A lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then moving directly over to cliche villains. We sure do. A lot. The we clichéist, sure villainiest. Yes. <laughs> the clichéist, no. villainiest. <laughs> uh, clothes or items you owned? Not really. Uh, I did dress l- kind of like Andy Lawrence when <laughs> I was in like fifth grade. <laughs> He had like those really baggy. long jeans. Those yeah, like really the, long, like short the, jeans. Yeah, like the baggy, ra- like yeah. mid medium rinse wranglers and the, and the baggy t shirt with like the stripe across the front. Yeah, right, that was 100% thing. my style when I was about like fifth grade. You're so You had cute. the Olsen twins and you were like, I'm going Andy Lawrence. Yes, <laughs> Andy Lawrence. Yes, for I sure. I love it. Unique. Um, there have been so many movies where like, We've looked at the boy, like the tween boy, and been like, yeah, that's what Val wore at that age. <laughs> More often than not. Um, but no, I didn't. I mean, I have a, I have my uh, Hawaiian shirt on right now, uh, but I didn't uh, have one. Now. I do have several Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. It did. I, I don't have any. <gasps> what? I don't have any, and I never did. I mean, you know what I did probably have? One of those like Hawaiian. I did. It was red and white, like a Hawaiian dress. Ooh, that was me yeah. at some point. I know mm-hmm. I had that. I can like see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we marking it? Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Val says no. 
Rotten Tomatoes, 40 to 60. Okay. <laughs> Al makes fun of me because I always say okay. I don't make fun um, of you. I think it's fun. <laughs> okay. So basically the way this works, uh, Carrie, did you look up the Rotten Tomatoes ahead of time? No, Perfect. I did not. Okay, of you're going to play it with me. So Al looks it up ahead of time. If we guess within five percentage points of the correct uh, score, we get to feel really smart. If it's between 40 and 60, we get the square. So Carrie, what do you think? Okay, my initial gut is go low, but then as you know, there are some shippers out there who really love this movie. <laughs> so, There's some Harry's out there. Yes, they are. <laughs> they could be the same. We don't know. Um, no. uh, so I'm going to give it a 42. Okay, okay. Given that there is a literal petition going around to, to make a third movie, I think I'm going to go 53. Well, everyone's wrong today. <laughs> is it lower? It's a 61%. Oh, my I'm God. Sorry? For 61 this whole percent. You wow. typed in jumping ship? <laughs> maybe there's another film <laughs> um okay uh happily ever after sure is oh yeah until we get that it. third movie yeah and disaster strikes, disaster strikes and on the moon <laughs> yeah <laughs> they've they moved to. their charter business to mars yeah. and maybe they do it during the pandemic that's a new <gasps> angle Ooh. you know what i mean oh. into it um, almost kissing. Not not today. Oh, well, the pig. I mean, oh, oh, that's true. The the dream sequence. Oh, we have right. to mark it. Oh, wait, no, they did kiss. Hit. Yeah, the model. I forgot about the model. Oh my gosh, there was real kiss. <gasps> that to oh me gosh. felt like Joey Lawrence was in a dry spell and was like, I must <laughs> meet a new girl. <laughs> I'll do this movie, but only if you write a supermodel to it. Was she that a real person? So funny. No. She was an actor um, mm -hmm. who did like two other things ever. I did she like was. the scene where Andy was like, who's Heather hit? <laughs> yeah, that was very funny. funny. How would he know? They barely have a TV at their place. Yeah. Um, OK, someone who became famous. Well, if we're if we're counting them as being famous already, then I don't know if we can count them as becoming fam more famous because they didn't really. They sort right. of I don't remember what we did for horse sense. So, yeah, let's I not do it. Yeah. Let's okay. not do it. Um, betraying of one's real friends or values. I mean, I think Michael walking off on Andy on a deserted island is pretty much a betrayal. Let's like, do he's it. supposed to be taking care of him. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. And they leave him with the pirates. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> that was insane. I was like, in no universe, like... Because, like, their justification was like, they want you, Michael. It's like, yeah, they're still going to ransom this other kid that you're with. Like, right. assuming that. Rip the vest off. Yeah. Like, the whole thing was dumb. <laughs> anyway. Your childhood crush. <laughs> oh, yes. And, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mark it. Three, three X's on this one. Mm. <laughs> mm. Obviously, they had special effects or stunts. Well, right out of the gate, we got another grown man on a horse pretending <laughs> to be Andy Lawrence. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I think that was definitely him. <laughs> that was definitely 15-year-old Andy Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. 
who is a foot shorter than who in this? How, like, how I can let you know. He's probably something like that. Maybe 14. I also totally guessed all their ages wrong. Like recently. I tried to figure out out loud with someone mm. how old they were. And I was very wrong on all counts. Uh, Andy Lawrence was born in 88. So he's 34. So he's 33 now. So it's Both January 12th. So. Oh, 34. So he's 34. Um, and words are hard. It was 2001. So um, it would have, he would have been 13. So he was probably 12 when they made it 13 when he came out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there were a lot of really bad special effects and stunts in this movie. Yeah. Mostly to do with with uh, stunt performers yeah. that didn't look anything like the person that they were meant to be. Yeah, my favorite, um, my favorite, two favorite stunts from on the island were when they rolled down the hill and then they obviously landed on landed some kind of squishy pad. <laughs> I wrote that down too. And then um, oh when Joey Lawrence is just walking alone in the woods and then he, they cut away and then we hear like a flump. And then it's you cut back to him and he's just like neck deep in like mud and you don't see him enter the mud. You just cut away flump and then in the mud. And I thought that was really funny. Like I was L.O.L.ing at that. Also, the sound that they used for the emu is the sound that a peacock makes, not the sound that an emu makes. Like Either way, we meow, hate it. Meow. That's a peacock. That is not an emu. Wow. But emus are That's terrifying. Like the, they are. They are really yeah. terrifying. And it's like, yeah. I feel like in Disneyland, not Disneyland, but Disney, like the world of Disney, they just had that sound. Yeah. Like right. from a different They were movie. just like, whatever. So yeah. Was, yeah. For sure. Just using it. Yeah. Uh, Eric Von Denton, Kirsten Storms, Ryan Merriman. Kimberly J. Brown or any Lawrence brother. We got ding, all ding, three. Ding. <laughs> oh, we, three brothers. Oh, three brothers. Oh, three brothers. Mm. Got them, got them, got them. I think this is the only one with all three of them. So, yeah. Matthew did have a cameo in Horse Sense, though. But when he they did. act, yeah, all three. Yeah. 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 Musical number. I'm on a boat and I'm going fast and I'm wearing yeah. pashmina afghan. <laughs> I don't know all the words that song. I don't know. Um, no musical number here. No. But he did mention Gilligan and then I started singing the theme song in my head. <laughs> there once was a ship. Wait, is that mm-hmm. how does Gilligan go? Yeah. No, you're okay, right. Okay. <gasps> uh, I don't know all the words, but it's like. Anyway, magic. No, no, not even science magic in this movie. No, they try to kind of make it out like there's some scary magic in the cave, but it's fake. Yeah. Yeah. Someone says the title of the movie. I don't know if they say jumping ship, but they definitely say jump ship. Jump ship. I don't think that counts. I think we can. Oh, didn't we count motocrossed? Even the, or like we counted motocross, even though they didn't say motocrossed. Okay, fine. You have to be consistent, Al. I would have said it counts. So I think, <laughs> I think it counts. I think it's two, two to one. against one. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That never yeah. happened. Carrie and I are on the same page. Well, <laughs> call, call me the, the credits because I'm the last page. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah, sure. I'll do that. <laughs> Scooby Dude. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah I would call that Scooby. -Doo. Yeah, they figure it out. They oh. kind of like. Wow. Yeah. Okay. They like solve the problem. They solve it. They unmask like, the monster. Yeah, and they also like sh there's like the shenanigans of them kind of like all the like like with Joey like leading them through all of these like traps and stuff that also kind of yeah. screams Scooby Doo. Okay. For sure. The heroes create the problem. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Joey Lawrence. 100%. They had to go get on that boat? No, they didn't. They should have turned around and gone to a nice four-star hotel. <laughs> wow. Also, Listen to Carrie, Michael, everyone. Yeah, totally listen to Carrie. But also, Michael made himself a mark by looking like a doofus and acting like one. Yeah. yeah. You right don't act like me. that in a, in a country you're not from. You know what would have been great for the credits is if uh, they had developed that camera that Andy Lawrence was taking oh, all yeah. those pictures with. Granted, they couldn't. I'm sure it got... It got shipwrecked, but yeah. it would have been they fun. They needed one of those waterproof cameras. Cool. Yeah, I used to have those a ton disposable. of those as a kid. Me too. Camp. Yep. Uh, lead is a fish out of water. Uh-oh. Sounds like a yes. pun. Some, some might say fish in to wa water today. It's a sh jumping ship. Okay. <laughs> I would say... Michael is very much a fish out of water. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. And on the boat, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, All right. It, is it, it's happened, hasn't it? Al? <laughs> it has happened <laughs> two times. Oh, no we got two. Um, we got our first diagonal. So we stop, start in our top left. We have one hit wonder song. Someone too famous for a TV movie. Happily ever after our Disney channel star square and lead is a fish out of water. And then our fourth row over and down the clunky metaphor montage sequence, almost kissing decom star and the heroes create the problem. This is very exciting. Yeah. We Gosh. got two whole ones. Two whole bingos, jumping champ bingo. Two whole bingos, jumping champ bingo. We did lie when we say I sing a lot. <laughs> All right, well, we've come to our last part of the podcast, which is our game that I've created. Ooh. Welcome to trios. Oh, okay. All right. So um, in this game, you're you're going to work together for this game instead of having you play a part. Um, okay. And we have five famous trios. And okay. I will give you the, the category of trio. And you have to give me the name of the three people in the trio. Mm, okay. Um, and so right, um, you get we to work this. together. Some are okay. easy. Some are hard. But we're just going to go in the order that I have them. So okay. um, here we go. Our first trio is I need the three names of the Jonas Brothers. Oh, well, Nick. Mm hmm. Do you want do you, would you like to say one? Go ahead if you know them. Joe and Kevin. There we go. There we go. I'm from New I'm Jersey, big... so you have yeah. to know that. Ah, okay. Yeah, you can't go through the state line if you don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I it's know part Nick, of your like, the only one. you're really from New Jersey, kid. <laughs> That's it. All right. The three caballeros. Oh, God. Like the actors? No. Like the, the ducks. Like the ducks. In Disney. Uh-huh. Oh, although only God. one of them is a duck. Donald. Uh-huh. 
I one of them no is hard. Idea. And if someone were to ask me this, I wouldn't have known. But I think I would have known one of them. Uh, I think you might have to tell us. <laughs> All right. The other two. So you got one. Yeah. The other two are Jose and Panchito. Nope. Mm-hmm. Never, ever would have gotten mm-hmm. that. You need to ride the... Uh, the ride of the Mexico Pavilion a little bit more, Val. Next oh, okay. Time you go. I did it for the first time when we went. Did you? Summer. Yeah. It's so I good. I think I've done rides. it. <gasps> because I haven't I, been to Disney World in, I've been to Disneyland in the last couple of years, oh. but I haven't been to Disney mm. All right. Well, that's your goal next time you go to Disney World. Usually I prioritize getting a margarita over going mm-hmm. on the ride. I've never enjoyed Epcot. I'll just say it. And so <gasps> I feel like now I probably... No, well, you have to a go. a lot of new additions. It's my favorite park. Yeah. Like, I really want to do the Frozen one. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's good. Ride. If you, like if you haven't stuff. been since turning 21. No, I have been. I just, I'm, I also don't drink. So. Okay. Ah. There that you might go. Be part of the problem. That answers it. Yeah. Although the Frozen yeah. ride is great. Epcot will have the some food. New, yeah, the food is yeah. great with all of the new um, food and wine festivals. And right. Art we and went during the garden. food and wine festival. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. willing to go. I just haven't been. Yeah. We also saw the gin blossoms there once. <laughs> Did randomly. you? Yeah. Oh, we were just like walking around and they were playing in that like big pavilion Yeah, there. that's fun. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. Next one is the Three Stooges. I know them. Do you know them, Carrie? Larry, Moe, and Carly. Yeah. yeah. So I told you the hardest one was number two. All right. Number four is the Powderpuff Girls. Oh, God. I don't know. Bubbles. Uh-huh. They're all bees, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Val, just guess B words. No, bubbles. negative tank us just to guess. No, you don't get negative points for guessing wrong. It's not like, is it bells? Is it like, is it um, buttercup? Uh-huh. Bells, uh, buttercup, and uh, blooming <laughs> blossom. Blossom! Blossom. <laughs> I was like, what is it? Bubbles, buttercup, and blossom. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And then our last one, we have the Sanderson sisters. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, I good. should know this. Uh, Winifred. Mm-hmm. Um, Amok, Amok, Amok. What's her name? Sarah Jessica Parker played. <laughs> is it Sarah? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, and Kathy and Jimmy. She's. Um, is it Mary? No, it's not Mary. Yes, it is. It's it is? Mary! <laughs> Val, don't doubt yourself. You know the answers. Very good. Great job. Well, you guys, you guys got 13 out of 15 points. Hell yeah. That's a win. Mostly from Carrie. Yeah, Val, you knew, you knew the last ones. Yeah. You think you don't, but you do. <laughs> well, I've seen that movie enough so times nice. where I would have have to know just from osmosis so good yeah. you have to go to if this 90s thing repeats you you have to go because everyone oh, you've talked yeah. about in the, today's episode they were all there like, that's yeah, amazing I was it in where is love it? it this one was in hartford connecticut okay Ooh, maybe um, if it comes to chicago val we should go we should absolutely go yeah. or we could go on a trip oh yeah i would love 90s con yeah that's my jam i would love um harry styles con <laughs> Wow. Well, Carrie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. This was a delight. It's a wild ride, but very fun. Just like Jumping Ship, the movie. 
That is true. That is true. Yeah. I feel like this, really this, this is a special episode because we talked the least about the movie. I think of any episode that we have. And I'm not mad at it because this movie doesn't deserve much. I'm not mad either. I think it's cool. It's like a very special episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So much fun. Um, Carrie, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me over on the gram, the Instagram, um, as Carrie Francis official. And then it's the same name on TikTok. But yeah, Instagram, I'm I'm the most on. And you can see um, when I start shooting next month and if I marry a Lawrence brother. Those are perfect okay wait so really if you were to community. marry one you would I, I from what from our conversation i would assume you would choose matthew here's the deal off like just looks yeah a hundred percent like he's delicious. but you're an andy girl yeah i'm a, i think i'm actually an andy which is so weird wow. i would never think that but he's like very creative you took the very... buzzfeed quiz and you got andy um i think we could make the quiz yeah, yeah. and then just like rig it. i mean, really loves dogs Mm. a lot and i love dogs and he like is into like animal like helping animals and dog rescue and like creating movies and these are all things that i do so i actually weirdly think and we're the closest in age so yeah Mm -hmm. i think in the end it it might be andy okay okay. and if if you two had to pick a lawrence brother i mean we can't wrap this up without knowing the answer it's hard for me to separate Joey from this character because that's what I know him most from. And like on Brotherly Love, he's also a little bit like conceited and like, you know. But his long so hair and Brotherly Love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I feel like he I really appreciate in both this and Horse Sense how he's willing to like look really stupid. Like he's willing to like do the physical comedy and stuff. And so I think that like I would be attracted to Matthew, but I would find that he was too serious for me. And then I would be more attracted to Joey. Oh my God, a Joey. And I can't see Andy as anything other than an 11 year old. So I can't, I just like can't. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, I would probably go Matthew. But, but I think that it would work because we are two different people that it yeah. would work where I'm not very sensitive. So having someone who's like opposite of me, I think we mm-hmm. would like compliment one another. You'd make them laugh. Yeah. You know, you'd bring them because bring I them need out. to be the funny one in the relationship. <laughs> Otherwise it's not a successful relationship. <laughs> um, wow. Amazing. Well, this has been a joy, Carrie. It was so mm-hmm. lovely to chat with you and now be forever mm-hmm. friends. And Yes. Um, choo choo. Val and I are driving and sitting passenger of your fan club, and we yes. can't wait to see your success. Thank you again so much for having me. This was a great time, great conversation, and I will forever love a good decom. So Thanks. I'm here for it. Yeah. Wait. Um. Like, subscribe. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, and next. next we episode. always forget to do this. <laughs> I know. Next episode, we are watching the Poof Point. Which I've never seen. Yeah, couldn't tell you what it's about. I don't know. I think Taj Mowry is also in it. Oh, so he did, nice. Uh, Hounded, which is our most recent episode before and this. And then Taj the Mowry. one after that, we have a special guest again of, for the first time ever, my roommate. Who Ryan. is... Of fame, of TikTok fame. Of TikTok my fame. Roommate, um, but who will soon not be my roommate. But you have to stick around for that story if you want to know. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. Ready? Bye, Val. Bye, Al. Bye, Carrie. Bye. 
This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash decommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at decommentaries. Decommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Ellie.